Mm -hmm. Am I the only one out there that feels like I don't want children? And thankfully, there's a resounding no out there. Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, our guest is Jared Hansen. And if you don't know Jared by name, you will definitely know something he's associated with, like his Facebook group, Best Child-Free Life Possible, which now has 9,000 members, or the Child-Free Convention. And also, more recently, you started a virtual running group. Is that correct? Yeah, I created uh, child-free runners on Facebook. Walkers are invited as well. Not just runners, walkers can join in too. I just couldn't fit in all the words yeah. <laughs> uh, to the title because um, I wanted to add some other stuff into it. So yeah, we got a good runners group. And also it's on uh, Strava, a free app you can download um, onto your phone that does your pace, your distance, and an overhead view of where you're running on a map layout. And uh, that's a good thing to have if you don't have a running watch. Um, Sure. So, yep. Cool. Well, welcome, Jared. Thanks for being on We're Not Kidding. I am really excited to talk to you and interview you here. So I'm curious, you're a huge child-free life advocate and you do all of this in your spare time, right? You have, you have another job that you work. So where does your passion and your drive come from to be doing all that you're doing? Yeah. You know, like how it all began was I, I looked on Facebook for groups for child-free and I typed in uh, just like no kids and I found child-free was the term. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. Some people like me that are like-minded individuals. And I ended up being in a, a number of groups uh, out there. And I enjoyed being in their groups and that sort of thing. And I said, you know, I've actually had a history of having groups myself, Yahoo clubs, AOL <laughs> groups, uh, and that sort of thing. I actually had a Broncos, Denver Broncos NFL group. Um, it's still around. It's called Mile High Horseman. That had 6,000 people in that group. So I have a history of making groups and I promote them. I put a lot of time and effort, at least in the beginning to promoting and, and, uh, advertising my groups. I try to put more engagement in my group that other admins and other groups probably don't do. You know, I try to get people engaged. I want people to get to know each other. And that's how this, uh, child-free community gets stronger is uniting each other as one, and we, we can do more with more people if we come together. And there's been a long time where we're just behind a computer with an avatar and a picture, and we don't get to see each other face to face and in person. And when you show your face, you open yourself up to conversation. And I think that's the, w- the way it should be. And that's like, we got to stop thinking it's a taboo th- topic. It's something that everybody in the world has to make a decision about if you're, they're going to have children or not. If it was a minor decision, it wouldn't be such a big deal, but it's an international choice and it affects everybody because there's overpopulation in the world, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, being child-free, there's just so many good benefits to being child-free. The, the list is way too too many. Like there's so, you got so much freedom to where you can you can do groups and events and stuff like that. 
I would never have the time if I had a child. I'd be stressed out like crazy. And I would, I'd probably be pretty miserable. So um, I just close my eyes and I, I use my imagination on how my life would be if I had kids and it would not be pretty, I, I believe. So yeah, um, that's what everyone should probably do is, is, <laughs> is look into the future if you can and imagine themselves having a child and how you would react to having that child. So. Right. It's not just the romanticized images that we see in the media. It's the day-to-day, you know, clothing, feeding, doing all the things. Yes. There's, there's like, and that's, that's a problem is like that, you know, you talk about it, the pronatalism and the media and radio and, and commercials and stuff and advertisements online is they, there's some sort of thing that's been ingrained in us from the beginning, you know, I've, I've read uh, Laura Kill's book and she talks about pronatalism and like, you know, people are given like baby dolls as a kid and then that sort of thing. And it's like thrown right at us at the beginning. I had a cabbage patch doll. I drew hair on the cabbage patch doll with crayon and ma- gave it <laughs> hair. For some reason, I played with my sister's Barbie dolls and like, I like GI Joes and like Ninja Turtles and that sort of stuff. But like, what I'm trying to get at is like, they throw this stuff right at the beginning that there's a happy fairy tale ending when you have a child and it's not that way. Uh, you right. know, I try to be a realist about it and it's, I'm not going to lie to myself and say that it's going to be a dream and I'm going to be like, it's going to be like going to the top of Mount Everest or you're going to be enlightened when you get to so many children, you'll, you'll, you know, be an angel or something. I don't know, but like, it, it's, I'm not lying to myself and I got to be real with myself. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So that's how I feel. Yeah. And when did you realize at what point in your life did you know you didn't want to have kids? Well, I've seen patterns of it, you know, when, maybe when you're a teenager and that sort of thing, it's ingrained in you that to be successful, or to keep up with the Joneses, you got to go to college, be married, and then have children. And then you'll supposedly have a successful life. I, you know, I, I was in the kind of the daycare system as a, as a kid, pretty, pretty early. So I seen, you know, people babysitting me, I see people yelling at other little children, like the babysitters yelling at the kids to be quiet, and there's crying, you know, I see that pattern, it's not a great uh, thing to see you know, I'm like thinking that might be me if I have a child and I don't want to be grumpy. I don't want to be angry and bitter for as long as the child's with me and the child might be with you till the end of time, till you pass away. So um, just because they're 18 doesn't mean they're out of the coop and that sort of thing either. So um, I just, I just think I would be angry and bitter about it. And I just seen that pattern of just a lot of parents not being happy, even though they have the children, they, 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 they say it out to their friends that they're all happy and, and joyous and everything like that. But behind, behind the scenes, privately, they could be angry and upset that they made the choice to have a kid inside. Yeah. So, yeah. So it sounds so, like this is something for you that has always been an awareness that you had. Yes. Yep. I've seen people just not as happy as I thought they could be. Um, and they, they just expected like having the child would be like the end all, you know, answer to the mm-hmm. problems. And it, when it wasn't, you know, now, it, now it might add extra stresses to their lives, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, another thing is all the expenses and all the added costs associated with having a child. Um, you know, daycare is not cheap from what I can tell, you know, you got the diapers, you got the formula, you know, the list goes on and on. So there's so many reasons to it. Like, like I said, environmental is another one. I I care about the planet. I don't want to see it die 
or get worse as time goes on. But I see people littering and they don't have a conscience, it seems like. I don't see people uh, taking care of this planet that you have to be on probably for the rest of eternity. You know, you, time goes on regardless. And you're leaving your these kids and these generations in a bad place down the road. You know, all they all a lot of people care about is the present time. Mm-hmm. But what's it going to be like in 50, 100 years? Close your eyes and visualize what it would be like, what's going to be like in a thousand years or whatever. You know, you're dead and gone. Yeah. But what about all those people that are left behind on this planet? So we only have a limited amount of food. If we had unlimited amount of food, we'd have, there'd be no problem probably, but we only got one planet. So take care of it. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I mean, that was one of the big things that stopped me from having kids. Like I thought I would have kids, but when I, you know, learned a lot about climate change and all that stuff, I was just like the future, like what, what life will that child have or their children. So like, it is sort of the short-sighted debate or conflict, I think. So have you ever like regretted or had moments of worry that you were making the wrong choice? Any of that? No, I mean, there's always been like, whatever you want to call it, backlash or those, those uh, bingos, they'll, yeah. they'll say some stuff like that. And you just got to brush it off. Um, I've told my mom throughout my life that I'm not going to have any kids. My, my sister has two children. And she doesn't even get to see them regardless. Mm. Like, oh, you gave us grandchildren, but you don't even get to see them. So like, yeah. what's, what's, you know, you get all that harp and like, oh, you, where, where are my grandchildren at? And that sort of thing. But once they're, they came out, like they don't even get to see them. So now I, I, you know, there's been some talk, you know, my, maybe my grandma thought I was going to have a child or something, but I don't sugarcoat it. And I say the, the facts and be honest with it. And the truth can hurt sometimes. And, um, you know, I guess it's like, deal with it, live with it, go, go volunteer at a boys and girls club or something like that. There's another narrative that like, just because I don't have children, I must hate children. (laughs) I've seen that on dates. I've, I've had, I've talked with some women and they're like, Oh, you must hate children. If you don't like children. No, I have actually helped pitch for my cousin's youth softball team for quite a few years. I'm a city bus driver. For some reason, I've gotten hugs from children. So I must be good with the children. So I'm not like a horrible person to children. Sometimes I think I care more about their well-being than maybe the parents do. But I just know that like, if I was a parent, I would have to hold on to their hand all the time. I would, I don't know if I could let them go and like roam free because I don't want to, I don't want to lose them, you know? So Um, I think I'd have a problem with that down the road, but I've had people say like, you'd make a great dad someday. And I just have to blow it off and roll my eyes to it and, and be like, well, um, I got a vasectomy. So that ain't happening. Uh, (laughs) Zero zero sperm count. So this is how it is. Live with it. I am reversing. I've had actually women say that. Can you reverse the vasectomy? Really? That's $15,000. So no, I'm not doing that. And regardless, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nice. Wow. Yeah. They're pretty bold. <laughs> so I'm curious. I have been conscious that on my podcast, I've had a lot of child-free uh, women coming on, sharing their stories, and there aren't 
I fortunately I've been able to get more men on of late and I'm grateful to have you on another mm-hmm. male perspective and voice here. I'm curious with your experience, both running your child-free Facebook group and the convention, do you have any insight as to why there are more women speaking up than, than men, or is that just a perception? Is that true? I think that, yeah, no, there's a point. Cause I've seen in my group, I've seen, seen the analytics and the statistics and it pretty much says like 90% women or 80% women and 10 or 20% men. And I think maybe it's because the women, they're the ones bearing the child mm-hmm. and they, they're the ones with the reproductive rights that are being taken away. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing. And I think if, if the men had to deal with that, they would be maybe more, they would be definitely more vocal about it. But that would be my guess on that. Um, I wish more men would speak out about it. If they're with a woman, you know, work, work on it together, you know, be proactive together. You know, there, there's some great child-free couples out there that are fantastic and they're doing great things. They're, some of them are traveling the world and going seeing places. That's something I would love to do, you know? So yeah. um, there's some child-free couples I'm like envious for, you know, so they're doing things correctly and right. So I just think, yeah, a lot of guys need to step up and, uh, and, you know, every, every gender, I think they need to speak up about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's right. not, don't be shy about it. And um, we need more child-free content creators out there. The more, the merrier, you know, you can't just wish something's going to happen sometimes. Sometimes you got to create it on your own. And uh, if you need to collaborate with people, open yourself up to asking for help and collaborate with others if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. What have been some of the most surprising things you've learned from the convention, for example? Oh, yes. Well, we had like 50 plus people last year. So, well, the big thing is the the people that are in the isolated areas or that don't have um, other child-free people to as friends, if I'm not mistaken, Oscar, who is in Africa, you know, he's by himself and he's advocating about being child-free and... And he's, he's pretty much by himself during the halftime show. I was basically like shedding tears about that. Cause I've been there before. Cause I'm from South Dakota and there it's a pro-life state. And I felt pretty, pretty alone at the time before finding these Facebook groups online with like-minded individuals, you know, felt like I was a black sheep or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one out there that feels like I don't want children? And thankfully there's not, there's a resounding no out there. And so I, you know, I feel for those people like Oscar that's in Africa. And then there, we had another lady that was in Japan and she's advocating for women's rights and reproductive rights because they're being stripped and taken away in their country. A lot of us are, you know, in the United States and we don't have, thankfully, you know, we still are getting rejected for sterilization. I know the, I know the women are getting rejected. It's pretty sad that you're over 18 and you're getting rejected by a doctor. It shouldn't be like that ever. And they shouldn't be forcing motherhood on them ever. So, um, you know, but there's a lady in, in Japan and she's fighting for her rights against the government and uh, her, her, her rights are being taken away. And so that's something that is a huge message with the Child Free Convention is, you know, there's people around the world that are way more restricted and in a wor- way worse position than we are in America. And we should feel pretty lucky and and blessed where we are at. We still need to fight in America, but there are even worse countries out there that are limiting their reproductive rights and and that sort of thing. And it's, it's, it's alarming. 
and uh, you know it, it should be addressed. And thankfully, this child free convention is another platform for people to address uh, issues that they have. Right. Yeah. And then it is cool that, you know, this will be the third year, right? And mm -hmm. that yeah. it is so global because it is online and people can tune in from all over the world. Yes. And yeah, it's great. I, I like, I can't believe how many, how we've been able to reach people. You know, I've used my group as like a outreach to find people to, to be a part of it. And just because you don't, you've never spoken on about it online doesn't mean you can't be a speaker. And that's the, the great thing about it is we're not, we're not looking for professional speakers. We, we want to hear average people tell their child-free testimonial, and we don't care if they have spoken out before or not. You know, if you're okay with just getting on camera one time, that's absolutely great. You know, it's, it, it's, it's a great platform and I'm glad we can do that for, for people around the world. So. Yeah, that's such a cool opportunity too, because I think that that's such an empowering thing for someone if they, you know, maybe are a little worried because they don't have like a public speaking background, but yeah. to get, I know that just for myself, even just speaking up on Instagram and connecting with others just grew my confidence in my choice even more. And I think that allowing just anyone who wants to come on and speak at the convention is such a gift to this, to the community. Well, like that's how it started with me was I started with, well, I used to have a YouTube channel and actually on that old YouTube channel, which I can't get into, probably won't <laughs> ever be able to get into it, but I talked about being child-free back in like 2012 or 2013. Oh, wow. I had a, I have a video that's still on there that says like, here are my reasons I want to be child-free or why I don't want kids. And as, as time has gone on, the confidence to talk about the issues has gotten more stronger as time has gone on. I'm not as shy about it as I started out as. So, yeah. uh, you know, as, as time goes on you and you keep doing projects and stuff like that, you'll, you'll, you'll end up being more, pro, uh, more, confident about your stance on it and you're willing to speak out to adversity and that sort of thing as time goes on the longer you get you stay with it so just kind of basically don't quit and you know go after your goals that you might have with content creating for child free uh stuff yeah and speaking of goals that makes me think back to your facebook group which is such a positive space and it's really i think the central connector is it's about let's live our best child-free lives let's go out mm -hmm. yeah. reach our goals and and it, that's the focus so I'm curious how did you come to pick the tone that you wanted for your Facebook group yeah um I've listened to uh Tony Robbins and he talks about like uh you know having like a positive mindset and that sort of thing and I thought, hey, that's the way to do it because I, I, you know, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of Facebook groups that were positive at one point and now they're not, and mm -hmm. they're showing a lot of child-free rants, and it's the same old, same old, and and complaining, complaining, get people down in the dumps, and I didn't want to be like that. Like myself, I've gone for goals. Um, like now, like at the end of this month, I'm going for the Miami Marathon, which is my first and probably going to be my last running marathon. And I'm going to be wearing a child-free racing bib on my shorts, you know, and I actually, I did the South Dakota 10K run and I wore a child-free shirt 
during that run. Luckily, I didn't have any people yelling at me or anything. Which was <laughs> kind of surprising. I was expecting that, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to be positive. People going for their goals in life and 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 that sort of thing. Going for their dreams because you only have one life, one physical life that I know of, and you might as well go after them. And there's a lot of people that are really going for their 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 dreams and. I'm all for that, you know, so there's people that are sailing the Caribbean and there's people traveling to different countries, um, places I would love to go to myself. I've traveled some, you know, but not to the length that I would love to, um, but there's people that are financially set and they are like retired happily. You know, I'd rather see a happy story than a bad story and a complaining about kids all the time you know, you can focus that on that forever if you want to, but you can also focus on good things in life as well. So that's kind of the message is, you know, anything that's happy in your life, you can show your dogs, you can show, you know, what your crafts, you can show your, your, whatever creations you've made, just anything that's making you happy is, is all good in that, in our group. So that's, that's the message that I have. Yeah. I love it because it's not only is it like a a positive space, but it's also very motivating and inspiring, like seeing what other people are doing then kind of helps you take stock of, well, what am I doing and what do I want to be doing and going for your goals? Even if maybe you join the group without having any big goals, it might inspire those to come up for you. Yeah. There's people with recommendations on like when they go to some somewhere, like I think I've seen one for like Istanbul, Turkey, you know, people can give them tips and help them with some sort of uh, advice when they travel to those destinations in the world. And, and if I have a history of going somewhere, I'll try to give them a recommendation myself and uh, try to help them on their merry way. And yeah, no, there's people that are doing some amazing things out there that we wouldn't know if, if I didn't make this group. And yeah, it's, it's great. It's great to see. Like it's inspiring and it's encouraging. And yeah, there's, there's things I want to go do as well, continue on. And um, I just hope, hope, yeah, hopefully it's a positive space and that's going to be there, there for as long as we can, you know, I want to see this group last forever if it's possible. So, and we have theme weeks that we've been doing. We're on our third year of that where one week it could be art week and the next week could be dog week or something like that so each week you can you know it's just another thing to think about like uh, a certain topic that we can discuss and it gets the engagement going with people and 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 conversation going and that's that's basically what my group is about is getting conversations going which can lead to friendships down the line with with people that are child free so right yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really valuable that's cool Yep, that's that's the ultimate goal is to make friends that are child free around the world or someone that's nearby. You know, you might have might find someone that's in your nearby local area and then you guys can uh, get together. And I always say maybe you guys can make a local child free group in your area. Yeah, I would like to see more of that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> yeah, like, cause I, I mean, in South Dakota, we re- I had one or two people I, I knew that were child free. You know, I made a lot of friends with people that were were parents, but it, it's it is really nice to have some people that are like minded, and you can talk to, about the same subjects and topics um, that you want to, you know, that you can't with other people that have children. So, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super valuable. 
Yes. So I know that you are an avid runner, um, which has come up. You have that Facebook group and you are organizing a first ever child-free 5K walk in May. Is that correct? Yeah, that's in person. Yeah, I decided there's a couple people I know that I've just or just met online from my group, if I'm not mistaken, and they want to meet up and walk with me. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll, we'll meet in, in the middle. And we picked, uh, I'm in Fort Myers. Um, I believe they're in like Port Charlotte or Northport, Florida, and they're, they're north of me. So we were meeting in the middle in Punta Gorda, Florida, uh, May 14th at 7 a.m. Eastern time at this, uh, I believe this is called Leishley Park, spelled L-A-I-S-H-L-E-Y. Um, and so we're going to go walk uh, 3.1 miles wearing a t- child-free t-shirt. Um, and, and my rule is like after we're done with the run, we got to yell a child-free message out. <laughs> um, you know, like just say, just yell, I'm child-free. That's pretty much my goal at the end of the end of the walk. And uh, we we had one that's virtually uh, the past year or so. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and you can post your results on the Child Free Runners Facebook group. Pro- also, the Strava Club, uh, Child Free Runners United, if you want to as well. But we wanted to put everybody into that one group to show their results. Um, you can do it anytime during the week of May 14th. You can do it anytime you want and you can just take a picture of yourself doing it or take a video of yourself doing it. Um, and you can show your distance or your, the map of where you walked or whatever, you know, just show some proof, no big deal. And, and, you know, just do it in your local area. If you want to do it with some other people, that'd be the more the merrier. And that's what I would like to ultimately do is have this thing blow up to where we would have an annual walk or annual run in some part of the country as time goes on, you know, like Washington, D.C. or something like that. Yeah. And I, I and, and I also I, I didn't think about it until this year is like you could you could hold a reproductive rights sign for for all I care, you mm-hmm. know, since those have been taken away at times, you know, the, the past year or so. So that, that's good, too. Like, I'm, I'm all for that, too. Child free and reproductive rights is fine with me. So um, I say I just encourage anyone around the world to do a child free walk you know, either by yourself, you know, go find a child-free t-shirt, wear it. And, uh, you know, when you're done with your walk, just yell out, I'm child-free and there you did it. And you can take some pictures and, you know, that's, 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 that was my goal with it is to raise awareness around the world that we're out there, you know, child-free by choice people are out there. Yeah. And I love it. And I love bringing the community aspect of it together. Like, you know, it's less intimidating. Maybe if, if someone feels intimidated to wear child free on their chest on a shirt, but if you're Mm -hmm. in a community, it it becomes easier. You've got that group support. Oh yeah. It's way better with another person or another group of people way, way better. You feel way more empowered when you have other people with you on the same side. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious, going just back to you and your own experience, like what has being child-free allowed for in your life? Oh, geez. Um, I've been able to travel the way I've wanted. I, I went to Tokyo in Japan, Tokyo, Japan in, in, in London in 2019, the same year. I've been able to see some places that I never thought I'd be able to see. Um, I'm hitting some, I'm going for goals that I've I never thought I could achieve, you know, like finishing this marathon. I never thought I'd ever be able to do it, do that. 
Yeah. But I just, I just slowly day at a day at a time, you know, ease myself into that goal. And then also making this child-free, uh, you know, communities and, and also the, the child-free convention, it's empowering. It, it makes me feel great that I'm doing this for the people that um, feel the same way as I do, because their voice seems to not be heard around the world. There's not, there's not many platforms on a national level. And, you know, I feel, I feel great that I'm becoming more of a, a leader in this community. All, you know, at one point I was just a member, but at some point I, I had to step up and, and in my head, I'm like, I have to do something about it and take a stand and take action, not just say, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, never do it. I, I went after it. And sometimes you got to step up and, and do something about it. So being child-free, I've been able to just do anything I've ever wanted to. I love sports. So I've, I've been to like the AFC championship game. Um, I've been to soccer events uh, around the, in different parts of the world. And, mm. and, and I, I love, I love sports. So anything sports I I'm all for. So um, I don't know if I'm going to go to the summer Olympics in the future, but, uh, or the world cup, but I would love to go to some of those events. I like last year, I went to the Miami open, which is uh, the top 100 tennis players in the world wow. play each other. And I've always wanted to see that. And I being in South Dakota, I never got that opportunity, but now I'm in Florida and there's, there's things in Florida that you, you don't have in South Dakota, uh, you know, so being child-free, I've been able to do all sorts of different things that I wouldn't have been able to do with a child in my arms. It, it would be a burden for me if I had a child. So it would, it would right. hinder me and it would, it would pretty much handcuff me, <laughs> but I, I have to be real with myself. That's, that's why I never had a child is it's, it would just be too much uh, of a responsibility. Yeah. Absolutely. So being child free is very freeing and, and liberating that you don't have to worry about having a child. Yeah. That's that's my take on that. Awesome. As we're getting to the end, is there a message you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yeah. yeah. Well, for the men looking to getting a vasectomy, because I had a vasectomy uh, a number of years ago and it was way easier than I thought it was going to be. The doctor throughout the procedure asks you if you feel pain and they numb you. And I felt no pain the whole, the entire time. It's only 30 minutes long, but, um, and the recovery was very, uh, easy. I thought you just lay in bed with like frozen peas, uh, (laughs) and you just, you just lay and the recovery was quicker than I thought it was going to be. And I took a number of days off from work and I was able to get back to work. And, and then three months later, like you give a sperm sample and then three months later, they give you the results if if you need to come in again, or if you have zero sperm count. And I just, especially when women are getting their rights taken away, it's, you know, I, I encourage the men to step up. You're not, you're not losing anything getting a vasectomy. So, and actually your sexual uh, experiences might be way better or more liberating after mm. you have the vasectomy. Um, I think some people think that like your sexual performance declines, which that's completely not the case. I just encourage men to step up and, and get a vasectomy or look into it and research it because it's out there. I didn't know it was out there at one mm. point. That's one of my messages I have to the people. Yes. Cool. Love yes. it. Yeah. Yes. So how can people what is the best way to connect with you or like what links places to find you do you want to share here? 
Yeah, you can you can check out uh, Best Child Free Life Possible, facebook.com slash bestchildfree. You can type it in the search engine, Best Child Free Life Possible. Uh, on the search engine also, you can check out Child Free Runners. You'll find that. Uh, virtual Child Free Walk and Run. I believe that's facebook.com slash childfreerun. You can email me if you like to, htidjared at gmail.com if you want to do any collaborating or that sort of thing. Um, child free convention, childfreeconvention.com. There's a, uh, they have two YouTube channels. Uh, you can just type in child free media and child free convention for on YouTube and find those videos, uh, from the previous years. And yeah, th that's, that's pretty much everything that I can think of. Uh, Strava child free runners United on, on the Strava app, look in the club section, you'll find it. So, cool. so yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for, for mentioning those. I will put them all in the show notes so people can find them easily and go straight to them. Thank you. And thanks so much for all you do for this community. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to do. And, um, I, I know to me now my plate is pretty much full and, you know, I encourage other people to step up and make some child-free content of their own. Yeah, absolutely. The more, yes. the better. Let's yes. amplify our message. I love yes. it. I want to see it go to the, across the world. Cool. Thanks Thank so you. much, Jared. It was an, it was awesome talking to you today. Thank you for the opportunity. You bet. All right. We'll catch you next time. Jared asked to include a special shout out and thank you. So here it is. He would like to say thank you to Cody and Lenora for making the child-free convention what it is today. Without them, it would never have happened. A huge thank you to them for their amazing commitment and work ethic. And also a huge thank you to Rebecca and the mod team for helping in his group. And with that, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you haven't already, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. This is how we reach more people. And in doing so, that's how we break the stigma. I would really appreciate your support in that and helping this podcast reach more listeners. And if you're someone who is struggling with any aspect of your child-free life, head over to my website and book your free clarity call. We'll talk about how you can start living your best child-free life with intention and purpose today.